Are you wondering what you can do to keep your family as healthy as possible through the flu season? That's the topic of today's episode. Welcome, everyone. I'm Dorinda, wife to Daryl, mom to eight kids, and Nana to 10. I'm also the author of three books, um, The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life, and Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart. So all three of those books were written from my heart after 28 years of home educating our kids, and you can find them at DorindaWilson.com. You can also find them at Amazon. And you can find The 4-Hour School Day at any of your favorite booksellers in addition to the places that I just mentioned. Uh, The podcast is growing like crazy. It is a blessing from the Lord. It's such a privilege to be able to encourage so many moms. Um, What helps the platforms put the podcast out in front of moms who've never seen it before? Um, That would be your ratings and reviews. So if you have a minute, um, would you please leave a rating or review from wherever you're listening from? I would appreciate it because the the whole point is that we want more moms to be encouraged. If you don't have time, don't even give it a second thought. Thank you for being here today. I'm so thankful for all of you. All right, I want to share my favorite math resource. You've heard me talk about CTC Math for months now, but have you tried it out yet? CTC Math provides online video tutorials that make learning math easy and effective. This online math program uses creative graphics and animation that are sure to grab and keep your child's attention. Start your free trial today by visiting ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. And I will leave a link in the show notes. Lastly, does homeschooling plus parenting keep you pretty much permanently exhausted? Uh, Like maybe you're ready for a nap right now at this very moment. Well, I want to invite you to the Homeschool Parenting Summit 2.0 to help you focus on God's simple plan for family discipleship, recharge your motivation, and faithfully take action to raise children who love God and others. You guys, this summit is completely free. And my session at um, during this summit is instilling a strong work ethic in your kids. So I'm really excited to be part of it. But you can sign up by using the link in the show notes. I hope you'll go and check it out. All right. So we are heading into the flu season. So I thought it would be a great idea to talk about ways to keep our families as healthy as possible. And I've invited Elizabeth Parsons to join us. Some of you might know her from Instagram as Purely Parsons. Um, I started following Elizabeth on Instagram after her twins were born. For those of you who don't know Elizabeth, she did not know she was going to have twins. So it was an awesome story. And I love hearing Elizabeth's heart for family and health and for the encouragement that she brings to other moms. I'm going to give you a little bit of a background on her in case you don't know her. Elizabeth Parsons, best known on Instagram as Purely Parsons, is a follower of Christ, wife and mother to five. Her family recently relocated from Texas to 70 acres. Okay, here we go. Here's where the the West Coast comes in. (laughs) I would have called it Appalachian. That's what they say on the West Coast. But over here, they call it Appalachian. 
Yes. So I'm going to try to- apparently if you say Appalachian, which I think sounds way prettier, then uh, yes. they know that you're not from here. Yes, but. <laughs> exactly. And you get that whole, you aren't around here, from, from around yeah, here, are exactly. you? <laughs> nope, I'm not. All right. So this is where they stay busy homeschooling, running their small family business and homesteading. Elizabeth worked as a pediatric RN in the hospital setting for nine years before coming home full-time in 2020. She's a voice in the health and wellness space and is passionate about empowering individuals to take charge of their health journeys while pointing them to the ultimate source of health, which is Christ. She loves using her experience both as a mom and a nurse to educate others to pursue natural alternatives that support the body's ability to heal. So welcome, Elizabeth. I'm so glad you're here today. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) All right. So I would love to get just a teeny bit of background um, from you on how you made this transition. So here you were an RN because that's, there's a big, you know, from what you're doing now and what you're sharing now, there's a bit of a divide. For sure. <laughs> so for how sure. did that happen? Yeah, it's not, it's not every day you meet somebody that's classically trained as, you know, Western medicine that is as natural minded as I am. So I right. recognize that that's not normal. Um, and so I, I haven't always been interested in, you know, natural things. Um, I grew up, I would say just fairly normal. Like I had Mm -hmm. a fairly, you know, normal childhood. I did all the normal things. I went to the doctor, you know, I got the antibiotics. I, I was just like a very, (laughs) very normal kid. Um, and so it, it really wasn't until I got pregnant with my first daughter, um, back in 2013 and kind of simultaneously with that, my husband started suffering, um, from some autoimmune, um, illness symptoms. And Mm. so both of those things kind of together in the span of like a year, um, kind of thrust us Mm -hmm. into needing to research and, and find alternatives. And, um, so that was kind of the, the starting point for me. So right. even now, uh, as I speak, you know, we're, we're still only like 10 years into this journey and still have so much to learn, but have come <laughs> such a long way. And I'm, I'm so grateful for the trials um, that we did experience and, um, you know, in regards to my husband's health um, and he's in a much better place now. And then also just, you know, becoming a mom. I think that when we see that pregnancy test and it's positive, there should be a switch in you. You know, there mm-hmm. should be something that you say, okay, I'm going to research all of these things. I'm going to research, you know, the best car seats and the best cribs. And like, why would I not research the best practices, you know, to do with my, my children? And so right. I just kind of became more of a researcher. And, you know, when my daughter, there was still a lot of things that I had to unlearn from mm-hmm. nursing school. Mm-hmm. And when my daughter um, would get sick, you know, I would just kind of learn along the way. <laughs> and so, exactly. um, yeah, which can be kind of scary. So I just want to say to all those moms out there who are listening and you're just maybe starting to go down this road or you're considering it, or you're just a little ways down, um, that, that scary part is it's, it's kind of part of the deal. Um, it's, it's like, that's what courage is, right? You continue to move forward, even if you feel scared. And again, our hope and our trust are in God and he is so faithful to lead us and guide us. You know, like 
just like you, I uh, had the normal, pretty much, pretty much normal Western medicine stuff. My mom was kind of into juicing and eating as healthy as she knew how and trying to get us to do that too. So that was, a, and some supplements, some things like that. That was kind of part of our, our deal, uh, our growing up. But um, when I became a mom, I just, I still wasn't really questioning anything. I wasn't mm-hmm. questioning anything, you know, vaccinations, nothing. And I thought people who did that were, you know, I, I figured there weren't very many of them and mm-hmm. they were just irresponsible. Um, and so, <laughs> so um, and, and someone at, just pointed out somebody that I knew and who I really, really respected. And I was like, wow, I'm just so surprised. And then, but then you start to think, wait a minute, but I really have a lot of respect for these people in like every area of their life. Maybe I need to stop and think this through. Mm-hmm. And so the first few kids, um, I just kind of went down the, you know, just the normal path. And then, then that's when I diverged and it was like, ah, I don't know. I don't know, even know how it all happened, but it's little bits and pieces coming at me where I'm like, I think there might be something better, something different that uh, we need to do. And yeah, going down that road, um, especially when your kid is already sick and you're Mm -hmm. trying to do something and you're just, you just want them better, but at the same time you want to do what's best for them. So um, yeah, our children really do bring out a whole, a whole different part of us that I think should be brought out. Like it's, it's a, it's a place we should go and, um, you know, it's challenging, um, but it's so great because we have, you know, people like you to help kind of help us through that process. And that's why I wanted you here today. Um, well, and and I think, I think too is, you know, this is not, this is still not, I am very much in this world. Mm -hmm. And so it's very normal for me, but this is still, if you are going to like a normal pediatrician, like this is not something that's going to be well received, not even just in in terms of vaccinations, but like if you, if you talk about wanting to, no, let's, let's not do the antibiotic for that. Let me try it. Like it is not a well-received thing. And and Mm -hmm. even to this day, you know, I get, um, you know, I get pushback, um, from whenever I encounter healthcare professionals, right, right. Um, which is not very often, but um, it, it's something that it takes time mm-hmm. to gain the confidence to yes. know that, no, what I'm doing works and I've seen the other side of it. And I don't want, I don't want a part of that if I don't right. have to have it, you know, and, and why not try things that are less, um, that have less side effects because the reality is every single pharmaceutical has a side effect. Right. Um, and so why not, why not err on the side of more natural and then increase from there if we need to, Mm -hmm. I'm not anti-medicine and right. Me neither. You know, I think that there's a time and a place for it and it, and it does save lives. But for me and my journey, there's been very few times I've um, I've needed it and right. I'm thankful for that. And, and that's mm-hmm. not an arrogant statement, but I right. also think that I've, you know, we've made intentional choices. It, mm-hmm. You know, healthy kids don't just happen in most right. cases. Yeah, so. that's absolutely true. Especially this day and age with so much uh, food kind of just convenience food available. Mm-hmm. And we'll be talking about prevention in a minute here, but because um, it, it starts, you know, it starts in those areas, but yeah, it's, it's, there are side effects. You're absolutely right. And I think the other thing is making that mind shift that God designed our bodies to mm-hmm. heal themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like the medical industry has just ripped that 
mm-hmm. has just absolutely, either they just denied it all along or they just decided at some point it wasn't true anymore. I don't know. But it's certainly that, that that's the kind of feedback and pushback you get is because they don't believe that God designed the body to heal itself. And that mm-hmm. right there is a huge um, principle to be working from. You know, and then also you go, you couple it with scripture that talks about, you know, if we ask God for wisdom, that he'll give it to us. It doesn't mean that we don't take the kids to the doctor if they really need to go. Like I would, I would do that, but it's not the first thing I do. You know, we would try lots of other things first and then God says, gives the nudge if it's necessary. But again, like you, I found it not necessary very much. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm excited to have you here today. So just tell us real quickly why you, how you ended up sharing what you've learned on Instagram. How'd that happen? Um, it was not in the plan, right? which is how right? most of these things happen. <laughs> yes. I never like set out to like gain a following or like make sure. this, you know, something that was my full-time job. Um, I just kind of started sharing authentically um, back in 2018, 2019, um, really about, that was when the whole thing was going on in California with SB 276 and trying to take, um, the man, like do the, um, what is it? I just, my brain just blinked. Um, are they <laughs> oh trying, goodness. it's okay. Are they trying, with, was it with rights? vaccinations? Yes. Oh, like the, the rights, okay. the, um, exemptions. Oh my goodness. Right. I don't know why yeah. that was so hard that's for me to think of. They were okay. trying to take away the exemptions in California. And so I got, um, kind of into the medical freedom community through that. And then mm-hmm. just started speaking more about, um, that, which is obviously a very controversial topic. And I, I think that that's a really sad thing that we can't have a yeah. level-headed conversation about things that yeah. are being injected into our children. Why is that controversial? Um, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's insane. Um, so I started talking about that a lot and I think it was a different perspective because I am a pediatric nurse, Mm -hmm. um, but I I also have seen things in the hospital that other people have not. And um, I've seen things with my own children and I've seen um, the alternatives. And so that was um, kind of the start of it. And then I just started sharing about how I treated different ailments. And Mm -hmm. so like, just for an example, stomach bugs. I would record stories during nap time and um, save them to my highlights as that, whatever that ailment is. So I have like mm-hmm. a stomach bug highlight right. so that people could go back and reference, you know, oh, how did she do that again? And right. so I did that with like so many different things. And I just kind of started um, gaining a following. And um, then I, I launched uh, my elderberry kits. I, I've been making elderberry syrup for my kids since my oldest was a toddler. And mm-hmm. it was very much a part of our daily lives. And I had people asking me, can you ship me some? And right. um I was like, well, I don't know how to ship you the syrup, but I can like make these kits. And so that's kind of how that was born. Mm. And I launched that and those did really, really well. And it just, it has not been an overnight thing. This Mm -hmm. has been, you know, very slow and steady. And um, I talk about a lot of different things. You know, I touch on health and motherhood and faith and Mm -hmm. um, birth. And um, I'm passionate about a lot of different things. And so I think, um, you know, just, just over time, this Mm -hmm. is, this has just kind of become something that I, I, and I, the thing for me is I don't do it because like, I think that I know everything. I just, I hear from moms how the things that they've learned have, have helped them. And that, Mm 
really gives me a passion and inspires right. me to want to share more and to keep sharing and to keep being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how that. it all started. And I love that you have the highlights because moms can just go straight there and reference. I think I think what was really um, a great thing that you did was you you shared very practical, like I'm in it right now. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about something way back in the past or you know something theoretical. You're like, no, my kids got the flu right now, mm-hmm. and this is what we're doing. And and that's what I think used to be something that was passed on generationally, um, right. where grandmas and moms and um, you know, great grandmas, they lived somewhat in community with each other. And those, those practices were passed on and we've just sort of gotten so far away from that. And, and mm-hmm. this is kind of like a chance to regain that. And then as we, as moms regain it, we can pass it on to our kids. Um, I know I was passionate about health and I, I learned over the years how to make I took an herb class, my husband and I did, and we did, I learned how to make herbal tinctures and ointments and all that kind of thing. And my kids learned what different herbs, you know, could do. And because it's wonderful, herbs are multi-purpose, you know, like one herb can do several things. And so, Mm -hmm. and usually wherever you live, something grows for everything. It's just Mm -hmm. might be a different herb that grows for, to handle this, that, and the other thing. So it's, it's just, it was so fascinating. My kids loved going outside and, you know, looking for things. And, um, you know, it's just, and it's such a great life for our kids too, just knowing that they have that independence. Like they don't have to be dependent on a big, huge system. They can actually do this for themselves, you know, and that's, there's a real freedom that comes in that. And, And moms now have a chance to learn from you and then to pass that on to their kids. So let's dive into the, the meat of this, uh, this episode. And uh, maybe you could share some effective ways to prevent the flu, because we know that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? So mm-hmm. um, give us some ways we can do that. Yeah. I think, um, first of all, is, you know, fear is, mm-hmm. is a, is a huge motivator. And so mm-hmm. if we can just remove that fear, um, and not live in it, right. um, trusting the Lord, um, Mm -hmm. with our children and our health. And, um, that's, that's a huge thing, but Mm -hmm. I think to answer your question, the most effective way to, to do this is, is through being proactive rather than reactive in, um, our lifestyle. Uh, you know, we know that going into the winter months, I don't even like the term flu season because it's really not flu season. It's people are getting less exercise. They're getting less sunlight. The the sun is not as strong in the winter months. Right. So lack of vitamin D. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Vitamin D. Yes. Um, they're eating worse. You know, there's usually a lot of treats surrounding the, Mm -hmm. the winter months and things like that. So, you know, just by focusing on truly like whole health, things like making sure that you're getting a quality diet, mm-hmm. um, avoiding processed foods as much as possible, uh, getting quality sleep. And this goes for our children as well. Like anything mm-hmm. that I'm saying, make sure, making sure that they're getting quality sleep and being able to, you know, have that restorative sleep, um, moving your body, exercising, sweating, getting sunlight on a daily basis. Um, all of these things are going to contribute to healthy children. Right. Um, and for us, you know, we live a very different life than, than most people. And and we recognize that, but like, for example, like my kids have never 
been to McDonald's. Like they don't even mm-hmm. know what that would taste like because right. they've never had it because right. we know what's in it and it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not to say that they don't ever get to like experience, you know, treats and we don't ever go out. And, but it, for the most part, we are cooking at home. Right. Um, we are making our meals. We know what's in them. And we see when we do choose, even when we choose to go out and, you know, it's not like a fast food restaurant or something, but even when we choose to go out and they have these, you know, conventional grains and, um, sugar or whatever, we see the effects of that because Mm. they're, they're very, uh, their bodies are not used to it. And so they're even maybe more, uh, you know, affected by it. Yeah. Affected by it. I didn't want to say sensitive because they they don't have like allergies or anything, but they're more affected by it. And we see that and we're like, Whoa, that was not worth it. No, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So diet is a huge thing for us. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but two things uh, practically, I also do going into the winter months, um, regularly are elderberry syrup. Mm -hmm. Um, that is a huge thing. I, I give my kids elderberry syrup year round, but especially going into the winter months, Mm -hmm. we will do Mm -hmm. it like, instead of just like when they feel like they're getting sick, I I will like do it every few days, just proactively. Right. Um, Right. Yeah. And then also, Sorry. I just made a batch last week, so yeah. it was fun. And I made some little um, uh, gummy worms for the grandkids, the uh, oh, elderberry gummy awesome. worms. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. And it's so easy to do. It's it like, is. you know, it's, that's, that's, a, that was a big thing why I started creating the kits because it's sure. so easy to make your own and then you mm-hmm. can make your own gummies and you know what's in them. You can tr- yes. control the ingredients. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Um, it's so true. I just want to uh, just insert here. Our daughter um, is like, she probably, she either is celiac or borderline. So she really has to watch like honey can have gluten in it, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to make our own with the honey we know is safe, mm, you know, yeah. those kinds of things. If you've got kids who are sensitive, that's doing the yeah. kit like that is such a great idea. Yeah. And it's so much cheaper too, like oh, not yeah. just elderberry syrup, but like making your own food at home. Like, oh man, it's yes. so much cheaper, especially, you know, we, we have five kids. I'm, we have number six on the way now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, to, to go out, swing by the drive-thru, that's like a hundred bucks, you know? Right. So know. it's, 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 it's not cheap, but it's also costing you your health. Exactly. Um, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that just requires some, some thinking and planning and organ, some organization. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's worth the effort, I guess, yeah. if, if that's a struggle for you as a mom, um, pray about it. But really, I, I would encourage you to really put some effort into that because it is so, like you said, it's just, it's kind of like a, a big thing that you can mm-hmm. do to prevent yeah. and it, um, it, the flu. It's not something that I grew up doing. Like I did right. not know how to cook when I got married, right, right. you know, very basic. And mm-hmm. so you can always learn. Yes. So. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, um, so basically I love what you said about, um, the, the sleep, the, I think our lifestyles, not running and running and running. And this is what mm-hmm. happens around the holidays mm-hmm. is we end up planning too many activities. So now's a good time to commit to saying, no, we're going to, we'll commit to one thing a week or whatever you feel yeah. like is your family's, you know, is within your family's limits. Um, and do that for the sake of your kids, for the sake of their health, for the sake of your sanity, really. I mean, by the time it's all said and done, we're kind of a hot mess once Christmas yeah. is over if we're <laughs> taking that route. And we have choices, moms. We have the ability to make better decisions for us and for our kids. And, um, yeah. we are so, the gatekeepers. Yes, we exactly. Are, we live in a yes 
a yes culture mm-hmm. where being busy is better. And so we are also very intentional about how many sports our kids are doing and, yeah. and we do not want to be on the go, 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 go. So Right. Exactly. Yeah. A, a, several episodes ago, I, I actually did a series of four episodes on the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual benefits of homeschooling. Mm. And my point was that are we taking advantage of those benefits. You know, here we are with our kids most of the day, pretty much every day. We get to decide our schedule. We get to decide what we're eating. We get to decide all that. Are we making good choices in mm-hmm. those, in each of those areas? Because we're raising children who are, you know, they're people. They're not <laughs> robots. They're not, you know, dogs. Dogs. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're actual people who have all of those things, those physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual things are all intertwined. Mm-hmm. And as moms, it's our job to have an understanding of our children so that we can walk in wisdom. Um, Mm -hmm. in how we're raising them in all of those areas. So, um, and that, you know, those, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, it plays into the physical. So we, we need to just be aware that all of it has to do with our, our health, you know, it's health related. All right. So sometimes stuff happens and, you know, We've done our best, but now our kids have, we know they've been exposed to mm-hmm. the flu. Okay. So would there be any additional steps that you would take at this point when you're like, oh my gosh, so-and-so, their kids just came down with the flu. We were just with them. What would you do? Um, so in this case, I I might sound like a little bit of a broken record, but I mm-hmm. would just make sure that their diet is super clean, that mm-hmm. we are limiting sugar um, because sugar decreases the immune system. Yes. They're getting adequate rest. Um and that they're just not getting super run down. But mm-hmm. also practically, I will do what I call wellness shots. And I will do a few, I will do these a few days in a row intentionally. So um, for, for us, that looks like um, a base of elderberry syrup, some uh, liquid vitamin C, some mm-hmm. zinc, um, maybe some cod liver oil and giving those to them on a daily basis. Okay. Um, I'll also make ferment. I don't know if you've ever make fermented honey garlic, but. I haven't, but I've wanted to. It is like, I need to record a reel on it. It is like a powerhouse for Mm. immunity, obviously. Um, Honey and and garlic both. Um, So we will also do some of that, but that's that's pretty much it. I don't really stress too much about it. Okay, so when you take, when you say you're giving them all those things, are you doing that all in one glass? Um, Or are you having them take uh, Uh, pills? For the, the, um, no, they don't take pills. So the- um, the wellness shots, yeah, it's all in one glass. I'll do like the elderberry syrup, which is, if you've ever made your own elderberry syrup at home, it, it's not really like syrupy. It's, right. it's more of a juice. So right. yeah. then I, I have um, I have a liquid vitamin C, liquid zinc, and cod liver oil. So it's all okay. liquid. So Liquids. I can just put it all in one. Perfect. Or if I'm doing like a powdered vitamin C, I'll put it on a spoon of honey and just give it to them like that. Right. Okay. Um, and then the honey garlic is obviously separate from that. Okay. <laughs> from that. So when you're choosing like your... Um, vitamin C and your zinc, what are you looking for in terms of a brand or um, anything specific that, because yeah. there's a lot of stuff out there and I don't trust oh, sure. most of it. So for we sure, need your yeah. help. <laughs> I think, I think just reading labels is really important. Okay. Okay. Um, I really like food-based sources of things. Right. Um, so acerola powder is actually a really great form of vitamin C and um, Mary Ruth Organics is a brand that I'm not a huge supplement person, but right. I really do um, for the the tinctures that I do give, that's who I use personally. Um, I'm sure there's like a lot of great 
options out there, but it's just easy for me because it's liquid, right. it's acerola based. Um, and then the zinc, um, is liquid as well. Um, for the powdered vitamin C, um, it's called sea salts. So it's like buffered. So it doesn't, it's not as bitter as like a powdered vitamin C that you're going to take. That's just like straight ascorbic acid. Um, so that's personally what we use. I'm, I'm sure, like I said, there's lots of different brands and I'm not married to a certain brand if okay. I ever find a better one out there. One, the cod liver oil that I like is, um, it's green pastures. It's like a fermented cod liver oil. Okay. Yeah. Because I know that, you know, fish can have lots of uh, heavy metals and things like that. And then we're right. eating, and they're eating the oil. We want to make sure that it's sourced well. Yes. So, yeah. Green Pastures is a great brand for, okay. for cod liver oil. So the zinc, you're not married to a specific brand on that? Um, we personally use Mary Ruth's okay. um, because it's liquid and my kids, okay. you know, take it well. Um, and then great. that's the liquid vitamin C too. Um, yeah. Okay, great. Because okay, so is the liquid vitamin C is that buffered as well? No, it's not. It's just acerola powder okay. and, and, on, and like right. a glycerin based. Yeah, right. So you got got it. Okay, I'm jotting all this down, mom, so you don't have to remember this. Um, I'm <laughs> and I can all... give you. I think I have a discount code. Um, for great, Mary Ruth's, great. So and I'll put the links in the show notes. So yeah. Um, all right. Now, next question. Um, once it happens, the kids now have the flu, it's official, and it's clearly descended on our households. What alternatives are there to conventional treatment? So you've got running fevers, maybe sore throat, you know, cough. Tell us what, tell us what you would do. Yeah. And this isn't, you know, this can be for a lot of different illnesses, but specifically for the flu. The first thing I'll say is, if you go to the doctor, I'm not really one to like go just for a diagnosis. Like I don't need to know, right? you know, I know that my kid's sick. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> take care of them. Like, but I know a lot of people like to just have that diagnosis. So if you go to a doctor and they say, Oh, you're, you know, flu positive, here's some, uh, antibiotics. So it, right. you, you, you had mentioned antibiotics. If a doctor tries to prescribe you antibiotics for the flu or any virus for that matter, find a new doctor, um, mm -hmm. antibiotics, do absolutely nothing for viruses and they completely wipe out your gut microbiome, which mm -hmm. is terrible for your health. Right. Um, so antibiotics are an absolute last resort for us. Um, and yeah, so yeah, I, don't I'm be right taking antibiotics for viruses. Yes, um, yes. But and, then sometimes I've had a doctor tell me, well, we're not sure if it's a virus or a... a just take it in case. But here, yeah. here you go. You know, so yeah. again, I, they don't even know. So right. it's like, but Most you're prescribing, it yeah, yes. it's a guessing game. Well, yeah. I can guess at home myself yeah, exactly. because I know my kids really well. And th exactly. I think the more you, the more you do this, the more confident you become. And, and again, let's go back to the fact that our bodies were made to heal themselves. Yeah. Um, so all we're doing is just, we're helpers. We're just helping our kids' yeah. bodies do what they need to do. It's not that we're making it happen. We're just helping. And the body has a way of knowing how long that needs to take, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And so judging, you know, kind of like I would look at my kids and how are they feeling? Um, sometimes they've got a runny nose and a little bit of a cough, but their energy level is great. So, you mm -hmm. know, they're not really down for the count. They've just got yeah. the sniffles or whatever. And, um, you know, there you can amp up, like I love these things that you suggested to do that. But yeah, I think that um, 
the question I think that really ends up being on on mom's hearts and minds um, in in the midst of like you know let's just say you got full on got something a virus whatever and the kids have a fever and it's so hard to watch them fever. So, but, so the first thing we want to do is bring relief by giving them, you know, acetaminophen or ibuprofen, or maybe we want to use cough syrups. What do you have, what would you do? Yeah. So for fevers, I'm really aiming to manage the comfort level of Mm -hmm. the child. So I'm not reading the thermometer as much as I'm reading the child fevers. There are natural, there are body's natural defense. Mm -hmm. And so by taking antipyretics like a Tylenol, we're literally impairing the body's ability to do what it was designed to do. It's raised the temperature for a reason to kill Mm -hmm. off whatever that is. And then Mm -hmm. we give Tylenol and it lowers the temperature and the body's like, what the heck? Like I just, (laughs) now I have to do this again. And so it keeps happening. It keeps happening. And oftentimes you'll see that the illness will last actually longer if you're constantly lowering a fever. So what I do, um, are just natural things. I'll cool rags to the head, um, peppermint oil along the spine and on the back of the neck to help with cooling. Um, I'll do like a lukewarm detox bath. Um, so we're just managing comfort levels. Hydration is huge um, right. in sickness, especially right. with the flu, because you do often experience fevers, which can lead to sweating, which is great. And that's obviously what your body is designed to do. Um, so your body needs plenty of fluids to replace those lost liquids and even more, you know, to fight off whatever it's fighting. So mm-hmm. hydration through water, um, herbal tea, which is mm-hmm. also great for sore throat or coughs. So you can put some honey in there. Mm-hmm. Um, bone broth is a mm-hmm. super healing thing that you can give when your kiddos are sick. Um, and do you often, have a do you have a link? Do you have a recipe for that that you share? Yeah. I okay. Do. It's so in, we'll, it's on my page. Okay. I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> so it's on your Instagram page. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just I think it's a reel that I had done a while back, but it's super okay. easy. Bone broth is literally like put the, some bones in a crock pot, cover it with water, put some apple cider vinegar and salt and pepper, and let it let it simmer for 24 hours in a crock pot. Like that's. Mm at the very base of it, that's what it is. And then you drain it and strain it. And, mm-hmm. um, you've got some really great homemade bone broth. Right. Um, How do you feel about throwing vegetables in there? I, I do. That. I okay. do that. I do that as well. I just didn't want to, I was just trying to make it as simple Trying to as keep possible. it simple. Yes. So you can do the basic version of it. You can. So, absolutely. Which is great. But yeah. I often have, you know, I'll throw half, you know, I'll cut an onion in half and just throw right. it in there. Um, whatever leftover vegetables I've collected from sure. cooking, I usually put in a baggie and freeze those. And then when Perfect. I'm ready to make bone broth, I will throw those in there. Um, but oftentimes kids are really not hungry when mm-hmm. they're sick. And mm-hmm. so I don't push that. Um, but bone broth is a great one if they will drink because they're getting not only, you know, all those nutrients and collagen and bone broth is just a super healing food. So, mm-hmm. um, and it's really like, I don't know, I find it a comfort drink and I never mm-hmm. thought I would say that, but I mean, yeah. when you drink that, it is really comforting, like to the bones. And yeah. once I think once kids realize that, maybe they've never had it before, but but once they realize how good it makes them feel, um, I think it's a lot easier to get them to drink it. You know, some kids, if they haven't tried it before, they could be a little adverse to something new, especially if they don't feel good. So maybe introduce it to them before they're sick. How about that? (laughs) Or maybe, you know, if they, if your kid's like weird about names, like you could call it chicken broth, like you don't have to call it bone broth. (laughs) Right. They're like, ooh, bones. Ooh, bones. um, Yeah, exactly. I didn't even think about Um. that, but yes, that is exactly what they'll say. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So, um, yeah, the whole thing with, um, fevers is I just have always found it so interesting. Um, and all, you know, every body is different. We have a son who, to this day, he's almost 25 
when he gets a fever, he gets a high fever. Like it Mm -hmm. spikes really high briefly. And then he's done. It's over with. He's, he's all done. And he walks away and, you know, everyone else is traumatized because, oh my gosh, that, that he was really fevering, you know, but I remember that started with him as a little, little guy. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, He was like 18 months old and this fever just wouldn't go down. And I tried a cool bath, you know, all of that kind of thing. And um, but he, you know, his body, it's just what his body does. But Mm -hmm. I love that, that just, tending to the comfort. Now, one of the things that we did was sometimes at night, they were just not sleeping good. Mm-hmm. Um, we would we would give them something at night to help them sleep, like give them ibuprofen or acetaminophen. But I think once, a lot of times once they're sleeping, they're okay. Um, yeah. But it's just really, it, I always just was like, if they could just get their rest, they just need yeah. some rest. So I love what you said about making sure that they're well-rested and um, not getting overdone, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sleep is super important too. So, you know, if you have to give something for them to sleep, like have no shame in that, but there's also right. natural things that you can give, yeah. um, you know, but, um, sleep is so, so important. And it can, like you said, every child is different. One of my right. children will be at 104 and happy and running around and mm-hmm. totally. And then the other child is like, you know, on the couch, like flushed, clearly not feeling well. So right. you just have to look at the child. I love that. I love that. So. Um, okay. So cough syrups, we didn't really broach that subject. You've got, I know one of my favorite things was using a humidifier. Mm-hmm. Is that something yeah. you've used or would recommend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think humidifiers are great. Um, diffusing oils is something I do. Mm-hmm. Um, for coughs, like most coughs are, are worse at night. I don't really try to suppress a cough during the day personally, because it's again, mm -hmm. yeah, the body is, is working to get whatever that is out. Now, if it's a dry cough and it's just irritating, that's another thing. But, Mm -hmm. um, if it's a productive cough, I am not suppressing that. But again, sleep is so crucial and important. And so at night, um, if they are coughing, I will run the humidifier diffuser by their bed. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually have one that's like all in one. It's like a humidifier and a diffuser, but you could, you know, you could do, you could run both. But, um, I will do, um, some essential oils in the diffuser. I will rub some on their chest and on their feet. Um, I have, uh, there's a lot of different, I don't know how specific you want me to get on like brands and like different, (laughs) different things that I give. Um, so one thing I will do if I know that they have a cough before they even go to bed is I will make them a cup of throat coat tea mm-hmm. and put a big spoon of honey in it and mm-hmm. um, make it warm enough for them for it to be soothing, but not too hot that, so they're not going to drink it. Sure. I will make them drink that before they go to bed. Um, and that helps a ton. And then if they're still coughing, um, Earthly Wellness is a brand that I love because they're affordable mm-hmm. and clean and their products actually work. So they have a tincture called Cough Be Gone that's okay. just like basically herbs. Okay. And um, it's just like a liquid glycerin-based tincture. So that's one cough syrup. Um, it's not really a syrup, but it's like a tincture that I love. Right. Another option that I love is Wellaments. That's a great brand for more natural. And I think Wellaments is actually like sold most places like you can find it you can find it a lot of different places and they have a spell that um w-e-l-l-e-m-e-n-t-s wellaments okay um and that's just more like a natural um child supplement type line 
So they have a great cough syrup that I will give as well. Um, and then I use a lot of homeopathy. Mm-hmm. So Me there's too. different there's different remedies that you can give based off what type, type of cough it is, but they do have one called Chestel that's like a, you know, you know, that chest cough where it's right. like just kind of, I love that one. Um, and so I will give that. Another homeopathic remedy while I'm on the topic is, um, <laughs> I'm going to say this wrong, uh, oscillococcinum, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, short would be oscillo and I can, I can text you how to spell yeah. that because I'm yes. not. <laughs> yeah. And I'll but, put that all, I'm, I'm jotting all of this down, mom. So it'll <laughs> all be in the show notes. So don't worry yeah. about that. So Oslo is, um, it can reduce flu-like symptoms such as body aches, headache, fever, chills, Mm -hmm. and you want to like start taking it at first signs. And the thing I love about homeopathy is you can literally, like I literally use homeopathy with my infants because Mm -hmm. it's so mild. There's no side effects. Like it's so great. Um, And so Oslo is one that I always have on hand just in case um, we start to come down with the flu symptoms. Right. And that's Um, a cough-related it's not necessarily cough. Um, it's more just like the fluey type symptoms, okay. like fever, body aches, chills, right. Right. things like that. But it's not specific to cough. Okay. So you gave some suggestions for cough, uh, mm-hmm. nat- more natural, like a cough tincture and all of that. Um, was Is that what you would give for that that dry cough too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I give, okay. yeah, I give those for for most coughs. Okay. Um, if it is a more like a wet cough, I will do, um, a steam room. So Mm -hmm. I'll turn the shower as hot as it'll go. You're not putting your child in there, obviously, um, close the door and just sit in there and let that steam fill the bathroom and just Mm -hmm. have them just sit in there and watch a show or whatever, take deep breaths, read some books and just have them breathe that hot, that steamy air Mm -hmm. for, um, 15, 20 minutes before they go to bed. That can really, really help. Right. Okay. So last, I want to just make sure you share the essential oils that you said you, when they're coughing, you've got something that you use Yeah, for that. Um, I don't know when this episode is coming out. <laughs> so depending uh, the, on- the, uh, In about a week. Is it soon? Okay. I don't mm-hmm. want to spill the beans yet, but we are actually releasing a blend that mm. is basically what I use. Um, okay. So um, our small shop, we're kind of- um, having a huge product launch um, oh, in October. Awesome. And so with okay. that product launch, we are going to be releasing a blend that you will be able to use for coughs. Awesome. Um, it's, the, okay. it's what I use. So, okay. But if you've got individual essential oils, you can do things like eucalyptus, um, peppermint, uh, things like that. So okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, well, we'll just make sure we leave a link to your shop and moms can go find it there because moms keep listening for several weeks. Yeah, a lot of them yeah. aren't listening on the day it comes out. They'll listen yes, maybe two weeks exactly. later because they're behind or not, not behind. I don't want to make them feel bad, but because <laughs> I would be like behind is doesn't even begin to describe my podcast listening. So, um. <laughs> all right. Um, and then another thing I, I can't not say is elderberry okay. syrup for the flu. Um, yes, yes. Elderberries are packed with so many amazing mm. beneficial components, things like antioxidants, polyphenols, uh, vitamins like vitamin C. Um, and there's a ton of scientific research that have proven the effic- efficacy of elderberry um, to reduce the length and severity of cold and flu symptoms. So right. it is it is one that I am giving like three times a day when we are actively sick. Awesome. Um, and one other thing I wanted to say um, is 
address the topic of Tamiflu because mm-hmm. I think that this is something that a lot of people are just kind of naive about. They'll go to right. the doctor, they get diagnosed with the flu, they'll give them Tamiflu and they'll just give it to their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't hear anything I've said, please avoid Tamiflu. Um, mm. the side effect, the side effects of it far outweigh the benefits and mm. it's only been shown to decrease the symptoms by 24 to 48 hours. Um, wow. and the side effects are at, at the least nausea and vomiting, but there have been so many, Serious so many side effects. I don't want to be like dramatic, but like right. the, the psychiatric and neurologic mm. side effects of Tamiflu mm-hmm. are just really concerning. And I have spoken to so many medical professionals that are like, I don't even know why this is still something that's on the market, wow. like with wow. how dangerous this is. Mm. So please, please stay away from Tamiflu. There are so many better options mm. um, to give. So well, I appreciate that. I thank you so much for all of this. I think this is just such a... It's a whole arsenal for moms. I love this. And so I was really good about taking notes, mom. So <laughs> I'm going to be putting all the links in the show notes and Elizabeth's going to help me with that, right? Yeah, I will. I will help you. And if I have a, you know, if I've got like a discount code or something, sure. I can give you that too. That would be great. That'd be great. All right. Well, uh, thanks again for being here. Um, we just appreciate everything you're doing. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right. We're going to go ahead and close in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for your goodness to us. We thank you for the way that you have um, provided such amazing things for us, Lord, to uh, help our bodies heal themselves, which actually makes them stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, And that's what we want. We want to children who grow up to be healthy and strong in all aspects, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Thank you that we have the privilege of helping to make that happen and that you've provided such great resources for us, Lord. Um, We just want to thank you for your faithfulness today. And I pray for every mom listening that she would be encouraged and inspired. And I do just pray good health over every family represented here today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 